Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. I don't know if I've ever done a show on a Saturday. This is Dr. Simon. And the show is called The Stories We Live By. Uh, I was going to do this as the second part of one I did on Thursday entitled How Psychiatric Stories Create Mental Illness and Undermine Democracy. Um, But I had the opportunity yesterday to go for a haircut. Uh, After three months of being afraid to leave the house, uh, my wife and I, and she especially, (laughs) couldn't stand how she looked so she went and had her hair done and said there was a very fine barber uh, at the uh, place she goes the salon she goes to and I called up and got an appointment and I can't tell you how it, it just changed my day and by the time I got home it was really just about too late to do the show uh, but uh, it's so hard to, to be locked away in your home, terrified of some invisible problem uh, that can not only hurt, but can kill you. Um, we're coming to grips with it one way or another. And in any event, uh, I decided I'll do the show today. And in my show on Thursday, um, I made clear that what happened last week uh, with the death of, of uh, George Floyd and the unbelievable outpouring of protests and, 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 and desire for change uh, in, in the country um, made it more and more intolerable for me uh, to support the mental health system that relies on diagnosing people with mental illnesses that are not real illnesses but that are really moral judgments that end up damaging individuals and undermining the democracy in our society because they are the product of authoritarian thinking. That is, there's a hierarchy, and the better people are more worthy in some way, and those below them are less worthy. And to be labeled... Uh, mentally ill, and and let me add uh, that um, next Friday uh, I'm going to have as a uh, co-host a woman, Sue Parry, who uh, is a retired occupational therapist who will tell the story about her children, three children who were um, caught up in the more of being labeled uh, ADHD, and other other labels, and and what that did to her psychologically, uh, and and they're now grown her sons, and and ultimately did escape uh, from these these insidious labels 
that say to an individual, you're defective. And it's that calling somebody defective. And they say, I am, for example, ADHD, or I have ADHD. Um, it hides any explanation for the behaviors that are getting judged because they make it a quality of the individual. And once an individual defines their essential identity as damaged in some way, they're caught, all of us. We get caught this way. And, and in my book, I talk about a psychotherapy that could exist without any kind of labels, psychiatric labels. It's not a problem to judge, but a judgment doesn't explain. Right? And so I apologized um, and, and hoped that uh, all of the diagnosing I did didn't seriously damage anybody's life. Uh, I don't quite apologize for uh, those people that I diagnosed uh, or did psychological tests on uh, and wrote a diagnosis or, or uh, I, I think I did a show or did I do my show on, on IQ? Yes, I did. Uh, uh, especially telling the world that I thought somebody had some kind of a fixed innate capacity to learn based upon how they answered some questions and solved some problems on something called an intelligence test. Um, I, I really don't feel terrible guilt for having diagnosed people that I worked with. Because over the years, the people that I worked with uh, uh, that stayed, that, that uh, you know, that became part of my life, uh, and there were many and many, um, some of the best relationships, I said this many times before, some of the best relationships that I've had in my life were with people that I euphemistically called patients, people with, where we got to know each other. Um, I, they revealed more of themselves than I do, did to myself, to them. But that's interesting because all of us reveal all kinds of stuff to the people who know us and deal with us that we're not aware we're revealing. Sometimes, or most of it, doesn't get discussed. So it's not that I was hidden. You can't hide yourself from another human being with whom you have a relationship. The hiding itself provides a tremendous amount of information to people about who you are and how you behave and, and what you're about in your relationship with them and maybe with the rest of the world. Uh, but when this all started, uh, one of the discussions on many aspects of television and the media was why this particular uh, 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 incident? Um, why this, did this set this off? And one of the answers to that uh, is that it, what's been going on between police and citizens, and in this country between the white police force, the white power structure, and people who are African-American. Uh, when I was growing up, they were referred to as colored people, uh, which has all kinds of interesting problems. Uh, then the more formal term is they were Negroes. Uh, then there was a long period where it was black people, and then African-American, which shows the difficulty this society has in trying to find the right label based upon skin color for what is nothing more or less than a human being. 
And now all of this erupts uh, because of the symbolic meaning of what happened uh, with, with George Floyd that now made me rethink I have to do more shows, I have to do more apologies, if you will. Not because I think I did tremendous damage to the people I actually worked with, even though they and I knew we were sort of doing something to get some money from the insurance company that really wasn't quite on the up and up, okay? Um, They knew. I knew. But uh, pick the right kind of diagnosis, like adjustment disorder, and it's, it's not as pernicious, it's not as damning uh, as, as schizophrenia or a, some of the diagnoses we use uh, for individuals. And, and next week when I talk with uh, Sue Parry about this, that we are now diseasing, mentally diseasing our children uh, in ways that are going to be unbelievably damaged to the country. But what led this, this, this eruption was that this has been going on systemically. And for interesting reasons I don't think I can fully explain, the way we watch this in, on social media, the way we watch these eight minutes play out with this cop with his knee on a man's neck as he begged to his life, as he kept saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, mama, mama, didn't move him, it didn't move him, it didn't move the cop to lift his knee, and he apparently may have kept the knee on for almost three minutes after Floyd was dead, George Floyd was dead, it's horrific, And I want to talk about my word horror here so that I come back to what I did and what my field does every day. I don't do it anymore because I'm finished with the field. And now I use these, these, this bully pulpit, if you will, based on, uh, I don't know how many people end up hearing this, uh, but not a lot to try to convince the public not to let themselves get dehumanized, which I'm going to talk about, and demonized by a moral label that explains nothing, but can end up being internalized so that it not only ruins your life, but it's part of a systemic process. Millions and millions and millions of people have accepted the psychiatric nomenclature given to them by social workers, nurses, doctors, psychologists, that they have a a problem that is about them. Um, Not a problem between them and the world they live in, but it is an enduring problem, adding to it the lie, no evidence, that it's a neurological problem, a biochemical problem. Which then, if it was shown that any piece of behavior was, was due to some kind of physiological, neurological, chemical upset, would not make it a mental disorder or a mental illness, but a physical illness to be treated by real doctors, not pretend doctors like myself. Hmm? So 
I want to do all that I can in my remaining years to convince my fellow professionals to find a way out of this morass because many of them agree with what I'm saying but don't dare do it publicly because that would end their career in a number of ways or could damage their career. One, they would now have to set up an interaction with the people who seek their help without the word treatment, without the word patient, and without the support, the third-party payments of medical insurance companies. That's what have to be. And the other thing is, uh, as I said many times, all of these, this, this psychiatric nomenclature, the support of it, it's like a religion. No, it's not like, it's a secular religion. And religions have leaders and things that are said and taken on faith. And you don't mess around with anybody's religion. So that the individual who uses these labels and believes in it uh, has a terrible reckoning if he says, I can't do this anymore because all I'm doing is morally labeling somebody and very possibly casting it into a dehumanized life, a identity, a identity that says they are essentially less than somebody who isn't diagnosed, right? that hides all of the possible interactions and explanations for why somebody acts in a way that's hard to understand or rejects society's values. And, and if it's criminal, I'm not looking to justify the criminal act. I want to understand. I want to explain. And so I apologize for being part of a systemic, a systemic um, um, uh, convincing of the American public that mental illnesses and disorders actually exist when, in fact, they don't. So I don't in any way want to imply that while I believe the process of diagnosing somebody dehumanizes another human being um, in the way that I think this cop dehumanized uh, uh, George Floyd. The process is inherently the same. Human beings have a capacity to love and to hate, to put others before themselves and to put themselves totally before others. This can be chalked up for many people um, to human nature. And a gentleman that I communicate with now, we're friends on Facebook, but who found my broadcast and has been uh, uh, emailing me and making comments and following me uh, on my shows, the stories we live by here, um, uh, uh, in Scotland, Gordon Mackay, um, wrote to me and suggested that what we're seeing here sort of has its parallels in uh, The Lord of the Flies uh, by William Golding. And Golding believed that there is evil in every human being that can pour out on the num number of circumstances and that, therefore, we're being evil as when we really destroy another life 
in the process of dehumanizing another human being. And I reject that. Evil is a judgment about what one person might do to themselves or others. And it has a religious connotation, and I'm neither religious but or use judgments anymore as an explanation. It's not that I don't judge. I can judge all the time, myself and others. But what I've been acutely aware of and able to really separate, that if I'm driving my car and somebody cuts me off and I say, boy, what a schmuck that guy is. What an idiot. Fool. I'm not in the car with him when he cut me off. I don't know what he experienced. And that if I am to be a psychologist and I want to finish being a psychologist for the rest of my life, I have to create an explanation that goes beyond the label, the moral label I apply to another human being that essentially denies their humanity and why they cut me off. Um, I don't know why. I don't know what they were experiencing. Down here in Florida, you get cut off all the time. And then you look in the car, you can't see the driver because it's some 85-year-old person uh, who was short to begin with and now is much shorter, often a woman, who is on any number of medications and can't see over the steering wheel and you don't know the state of mind they're in because of the drugs they're taking. Uh, Or somebody cuts you off because they were cut off. I almost uh, was coming back from some shopping for some food, and a gentleman who was on my left just ahead of me veered into my lane. Had somebody been on my right, when I veered away into the lane on my right, I would have had a serious accident. I would have been hit, or I would have hit them, but fortunately no one was there. I don't know why he veered. I don't know what was going on. But to curse him and to judge him and say what an evil thing he did or a stupid thing or whatever is, is not to explain. When I watched, and I want to talk about this a little bit, it's, it's sort of off topic, but I want to do it um, because this has changed me too. Again, I wouldn't be doing this broadcast about my participation in the field till the day I retired from the field was systemically telling millions of people in the public that there's something wrong with them or their children if their children can't sit still in school or don't do well in school or if people... uh, Uh, reject the religion stories they were raised with and make up their own religious story that nobody believes in, Uh, or that somebody has so already internalized judgments about themselves that all they can do within their own hierarchy is judge others and put others down to somehow recoup the feeling that they're not the worst person in the world, they're somebody worse than they are. Because that's ultimately what begins to happen to so many individuals who grow up thinking of themselves as morally defective in some way or intellectually damaged. When I watched this on television, the film, I didn't see the real event, what struck me was the officer 
and I keep forgetting his name, but it doesn't matter. Uh, his life is effectively over. His wife, by the way, his wife apparently immediately left him. Uh, you know, stand by your man didn't apply in this relationship anymore, and one could only wonder how he has been treating other people all his life and how he was treated. See, I can even become sympathetic towards him, not justify what he did. Right? Because if I call it evil, that's not even enough, but doesn't explain what he was doing. He had his knee on the man's neck, and as he begged, as he pleaded, as he said he couldn't breathe, and he showed no emotion on his face. What was he experiencing? I suggest that part of what he experiences, for reasons I don't understand, is that the person who he was killing wasn't really a human being and didn't deserve to live. He didn't see his pain. He couldn't relate to his fear, his anxiety, his terror, as the life was being squeezed out of him. The book that to me, is the, is the somehow <laughs> better helps me understand that it's not uh, uh, Golding's book, The Lord of the Flies, but Joseph Conrad's novella, The Heart of Darkness, which deals with a fellow named Kurtz, who's an ivory collector, and who exploits the, the Africans in horrendous ways. And as he dies, this is, has my explanation. I think we had a discussion when I was in high school that sort of agreed with this explanation, uh, although there are other people who would explain Kurtz's last words. Uh, as he dies, Kurtz may well have had an epiphany, an insight, and realized that what he was doing was hurting, damaging, and exploiting not cannibals, not black Africans who were less human than he or the white society he comes from, but real human beings. The Buddhists believe that such a reckoning is possible in all of us, and I don't know if it is or not. I hope so. Right? Hopefully it comes earlier in life rather than later. Uh, if I, I do believe if we're loved properly and treated with respect and we experience ourselves as having dignity and worth, uh, it's much harder for us to dehumanize other human beings. It seems to be, in my experience, easiest to dehumanize others if we ourselves have been dehumanized. But in any event, the last words he says are the horror, the horror. And I have now heard any number of people, uh, news people and, and reporters and just citizens, who looked at that and said it was horrific. It was horror. It was horror. Okay. Uh, one human being who somehow cannot see the humanity in another human being and snuffs him out, that takes the life out of him. Again, I could go in 
forever on the conditions that I think create horror and others that mitigate horror. But I don't think some people are good and some people are bad. I think some people do good and some people do good bad. And I think all of us at times do good and all of us at times do bad. And the bad doesn't explain that we do the bad. Good doesn't explain why we do good. These are just judgments of what we do, what we think, what we say. And so I want my field to be free of this. I do. I want to sell my book, which I think is terrific, in which I deal with all of these things. But I don't really believe I can convince most of my colleagues as clinical psychologists to give up the word clinical and just be psychologists. Many of them are still true believers. This would be a profound emotional reckoning to say, oh my God, look what I'm doing and what I have been doing. The other thing is, if you do, like attacking anybody's religion, uh, um, you stand up in a temple or a church and you denounce your own religion, uh, you're in trouble. You can't do that. You do that, you're really in trouble. Or, and or you can't earn a living in this field. We have so allowed ourselves to be co-opted by the medical model of psychiatry and support so many of our efforts through third-party insurance payments that the field would literally collapse and disappear until it was reconstituted in other ways, which I think could happen. And to those colleagues who are hearing me, I don't think there's much of a future left in psychotherapy um, that's just talk therapy. Relationships in the age of the tweet and long discussions don't seem to have a, 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 a healthy outlook, although I could be completely wrong about this. It's all drugs. You're unhappy, take a pill. Your child doesn't do well in school, give them a pill or two pills or three pills. Okay? Um, we're in trouble in this country. And a democracy, as I've said so many times, I'll say again here before I close this hour, I close this show, democracy really requires that every human being see every other human being as nothing more or less than human and having each one of us and the others the same rights, privileges, immunities for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Or as I said last time, and I say again, to do things that bring joy, alone or with others, to be creative, and at the same time, part of the, the human scene in a family, with friends, with social activities. Um, so I don't know. Nobody has called in, but that's okay. I felt I've said what I'm going to say. Uh, I will probably do another show or two, uh, uh, not tomorrow. Um, I, I, I'll take a day off. Uh, I was going to take a day off from exercise today, uh, but when I finished shopping this morning, I said, you know, it's overcast, it's still a little cool. Uh, so I went for a nice walk, and uh, tomorrow I take off from everything. Um, next uh, Friday... 
Uh, I look forward to my discussion with uh, Sue Parry uh, about the damage we are doing to our children, America's children, uh, with this endless diagnosing of learning disabilities and ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. And I realized as I had this conversation with her in setting up the show, I never added that to my chapter on mental illnesses. I realized after the book was published, I didn't do uh, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, I did good work on schizophrenia, depression, anxiety, um, and uh, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, How dare we say that somebody who comes back from war modern war is disordered if they look at society and, and, and realize their place in it has dramatically and forever changed. Uh, they're not disordered. Uh, the society is disordered, but that doesn't help in a judgment either. Uh, what do we have to change? How do we end war? Uh, that, that, that's beyond this show. Uh, but that, that's the question. How do we end it so that we don't have to send people off uh, to be uh, uh, permanently altered in the act of blowing up people and being blown up? So um, I'll hold maybe somebody wants to call in. I think I've said what I wanted to say. Uh, but I'm going to, if I ever rewrite the book, and I will if I get enough of people to buy it, uh, I'll seek a, a publisher who can do better advertising with it than I can through the self-publisher. Um, but I will have to add uh, a whole section in that mental illness on diagnoses for children. I talk about therapy for children, uh, but I don't, never talked about the diagnoses of ADHD learning disability, because uh, they're worthy uh, topics to deconstruct and demolish as to their uh, uh, absolute inane, inane nonsense that they imply that uh, uh, a child who doesn't pay attention, can't pay attention, won't pay attention, um, has an innate deficit. Okay. Uh, I think that's done. Uh, and now I get very sad until cocktail hour because I love watching golf on television. And there's a 2019 tournament. I think I even remember who won, and I love watching it. But it's so sad to me that on Saturday, especially Sunday afternoon, there's no golf to be watched. Okay, enough of me. I'm going to end the episode. And the episode. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.